Welcome to Tea with the Changemakers. You know we're big on our tea bags here, all that good stuff in a tiny little package. But imagine you had to carry all your worldly possessions around with you in something not much more hard wearing than a tea bag. Sadly, this is the reality facing many youngsters in the care system here in the UK, with many children moved from place to place with nothing more than black plastic bin bags to gather up all they have. Our guest today has set about changing that. Dave Linton founded Madlug in 2015 and in seven years has made a real difference to tens of thousands of young lives, despite coming to the luggage industry with, as Dave puts it, nothing but bags of enthusiasm. Come and share that enthusiasm and a brew with us now on Tea with the Changemakers. Dave, thanks for joining us. It's good to be with you. Before we touch on Madlug and the work you're doing there currently, you were a youth worker and... I'd say you have to have a certain mindset and a, a set of social values to throw yourself wholeheartedly in, into that world. What, what was your inspiration and your path into that line of work? I think for me, Andy, was that whenever um, I was kind of growing up, I knew I had the experience and the impact of, of significant people in my life in roles as youth workers. Um, I love going along to youth groups. I, you know, I, I just had that as a real, um, the impact of that. I lost my dad when I was five. I didn't have a, a male figure in my, in my life. My mum brought us up incredibly well for the resources she had. And so, you know, people like youth workers and, and other adults around me were, were really important in doing that. And so I created a real energy in me to help people. Um, but it wasn't what the career that I probably wanted to take, if I'm being honest. It was, I, I dreamt of being an architect when I was at school, but it wasn't that great at school. So whenever I failed the, the exams, I ended up going into architectural technician and I did that for a few years. And then a recession hit, and I ended up unemployed at 18 or 19 and um, got an opportunity to get £10 on my unemployment benefits to go and work in a youth project. And that's kind of where it all started for me. So flash forward then to 2015, you spent your time doing youth work. And then there's, there's a story that I think you were you were attending a conference, am I right? And there was a particular clip that really resonated with you. Yeah, so my, my wife and I had already gone through, we're adoptive parents. So, you know, our oldest daughter is adopted. She came out of the care system when she was 18 months. And um, so, and we had also then been respite or short break foster carers before um, and we'd done that for a number of years and then we had a place where we were supporting a young person beyond the beyond their age bracket when they were no longer foster kids and and um, so we had a little bit of a break um, decided to go back into it we had a little bit of space in our house thought let's do some more fostering but we had to get reapproved as foster carers and it was in that process where we were going through the courses that uh, there was a video showed of a young girl and she made a statement, when we move, the local trust or the local authorities don't give us suitcases, sometimes foster carers loan us a suitcase, but more often our belongings are moved in black plastic bin bags and we lose our dignity. And that for me was such a defining moment that of, you know, I'm going to do something to fix that. That's wrong. That is, isn't it? I, the, the thought that, your entire being can just be put into the same container that the rest of us throw the detritus of everyday life into and you know put it in the bin to be taken away and that allegory of yeah you're just something to be put in a bag and taken away somewhere else it 
it really must do something to the kid's self-esteem. Yeah, and and I'd never really thought of it before, you know, Andy. In that, you know, I when I move house, I put stuff in bin bags. When I, you know, I put my duvets, I put sometimes the things that I've just run out of bag space. But I make that choice for me. It's whenever children, young people in the care system, this thought of, you know, somebody else putting some of these valuable possessions, whatever they have, and saying, actually, it's just rubbish, it's unimportant. That, for me, was the thing that broke my heart in this. I remember my my mum being brought up in, in Belfast with the my, 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 my granny, the matriarch of the brood, and that, that threat of, if you don't, you know, take care of your things, I'll put it in the bag and put it in the bin, you know, kind of used it yeah, yeah. a vaguely empty threat but yeah my mum used it on me as well and that feeling of you, you could take my everything and just dispose of it that, yeah. that initial feeling of horror that you could just be done with with me and everything in that one moment yeah it it doesn't sit nice with me absolutely so you did look to make a difference on this and first of all as a, as a language nerd can i applaud you on madlug as a name we've got an acronym come portmanteau there it's fantastic so make a difference luggage D- did you really strive to get that in from the start you know was was the idea of doing good really baked into your business plan from the outset yeah so our business only exists to give dignity to kids in the care system so you know it wasn't oh let's have a nice business idea and we can do something nice as a result of that it was how do i fund the giving of new bags to kids that was the conversation and and it went through a journey of looking do i set up a charity raise funding support get people to donate all of this stuff that we collect secondhand bags and and basically there was a number of factors that one is i'm dyslexic so for, for me, the, the thing of in my youth work career was filling um, funding applications in was something I was never good at. You know, I was never interested. Give me a PlayStation or a table tennis table or pool table or just a, somewhere to, to sit down and talk to young people. I was in my element. But all that other stuff um, of the, the kind of fundraising part was, was my biggest struggle. Structure, management, all that, no problem, but that part. So I knew that being a setting up a charity was going to be hard work because you need to get funding, you need to, to put that in. Secondly was the funding world was getting um, stretched and the, the, the pie of funding wasn't increasing. Um, so all I would be doing is fixing the bin bag issue, taking a slice of the pie and putting pressure some other part of the system that with organizations that were set up to rely on need funding. And so I wasn't going to do that because that would have then just positioned me as a competitor. And although competition is good for business, the thing was in fixing this issue, I wanted to be a team player, create a movement that that fixed bin bags, dealt with the bin bags, but also celebrate those around. So that, that was kind of the journey. And it just led me to, I'd come across the another B Corp actually, um, Tom's shoes and I'd heard the founder a a few years before I'd even come across the problem with the bin bag share about Tom's shoes and about how they use the buy one to give one um, model and I went and read his book took me a long time being dyslexic it's not the fastest thing I could do but I was interested so it made it easier put the you know started looking at the book and I thought that's a great idea but this is Northern Ireland where I'm based it's not North America I have no business experience, I have no degree in business. 
you know, I've never done this before. It's not something I'm just going to set up for the sake of it. So it was a it was a thing that I supported, a thing that it was inspiring me, but it was a, a, a model that I never thought I would ever do. Then matched with the bin bag scenario, it was like, I wonder, could I do the way Tom's did for shoe for shoes? Could I do something around bag for bag? That's what put us in the bag industry. And, and we realized that actually there was nobody else in the space. In fact, there was one little hipster community group of Unix um, users in America had, had madlug.org. Um, but I knew that, you know, by just going with a lot of innovation, we would knock them out of the, the page three, page four. And in fact, a couple of years ago, they give up their, their madlug.org closed down and we have now got that. So that was the the um, the, the way we, have, we end up with a word. So it was nothing smart about it. It was just all of those other components that forced us down the road of thinking. And then in, in hindsight, you know, it's been one of the strengths of our brand. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's fantastic little neologism you've created there well played sir i'll, I'll tell you something though that brand the branding company and this, this is something for your listeners if they're ever thinking of you know creating a business is you know branding companies don't always have the answer so they create the, the people who create madlog brand wanted me to change the name because creatives generally like to have the creative um connection to what they do so they hate people coming in with better ideas and they get the chance to create so so this was this was you personally then it wasn't a group thing this was one that you came up with and thought i really want to push this this is this is me so i had to fight my branding company and they're my friends and people who you know like guys we've got to put mad logos the name on it you know because we're not nike it's not you know we're not going to get recognized by just a tick i mean that this is coming out of an experience and it was you know i was kind of saying you know we've got to do it and then there was a question of like mad look could we come up with a better work word that was what i was being so i was really strong no i'm i'm convinced one we're from northern ireland mad look stood for make a difference luggage but there was also a part is the 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 one of the leading countries for bag companies is scandinavia and um and and when you say mad look it sounds scandinavian so it didn't it, it had a global sounding we've got a, it, a, a slight ikea brand. borrow there you know all the yeah yeah uh, stratfallen and besta and buster and all that yeah something a little yeah. a little could be a little exotic just hooks in the brain and oh what's that then yeah and so that's and that's what we find you know excellent we had we had a company, a funny story in that we had a company who sells bags, a little bit of a competitor, more of they're a charity, not a social enterprise. And you know, they were at a, an event that we were around we were we had free space with one of the banks programs that we were in, and these guys at the bigger stall and somebody went to them and says, Is is Madlug here? And that's what they actually said. They says, Oh, Madlug's not here, they're Scandinavian. <laughs> Do you know? And that was like, wow, that's right. flattery. You know? Today, Northern Ireland, tomorrow, the world. <laughs> well, that's our dream and passion, you know. No, no, no child ever carrying their life in a bin bag in every country. Yeah. And this is it. your passion, your enthusiasm comes over. I've, I've seen it attributed to you that you, you were a man whose only experience in the luggage industry was bags of enthusiasm. Absolutely. Someone comes to Madlug and buys a bag. What, what then happens? Yeah, so it's simply is that we give a bag for every bag we sell. So they purchase a bag from us. And then out of that cost, there's an allocation that covers the giving of a pack away travel bag. 
the Pagaway travel bag that we we give to children, it was was co-designed by young people in the care system, and stuff that they came up with, they didn't want a strong brand on it. They, um, because of stigma, they didn't want um, size was an issue, you know, because the reason bin bags are used is is people aren't prepared. So bags take a lot of space in a, in a social worker's car. So having kind of smaller compact uh, bag was, was what they were suggesting. And also whenever they're in smaller accommodation, they might only have a sock drawer so they can put a bag in and use it again and again. So they, they could design it. So every time we sell either a backpack, a gym bag, a duffel bag, a suitcase or whatever purchase, one of those bags is given. Apart from any merchandise stuff, it's 100% profit. But every bag that we sell, that's the bag for bag. And um, so the, the, the Pagway travel bag goes to a child. So the way the simple thing and the transparent thing is that at the end of every month, we work on how many bags we have sold. We take the figure that we have allocated to, to the giving bag. We um, transfer that to a charity that we have set up, Madlog Foundation. And that is, they are responsible and held to account for the purchasing of the Packaway travel bags and also the distribution of the, the Packaway travel bags. And that little bag, it, fo- it folds, you know, folds away neatly them to keep tucked away it opens up into a nice big hold all that they can get you know tons of their possessions yeah. into and keep that all close what one, one of the bags holds 20 of the bags folded up so already yeah. if you know we've got a solution to the problem is that no social worker should not be prepared because it's not taking a whole car up with with backpacks and other secondhand bags and then as as i hinted at the the little things about that that you've already paid attention you've got you you've had the the, the kids in to design it and say what they'd like about it and avoiding stigma and, and all. And then the little, the little message in there. Tell us about that. We started getting feedback from young people of how much the the statement on the bag meant to them. So they, they at the at the time of co-design, they said they loved value, worth, dignity, which is the, the three words we use. So on the giving bags that we pack away, when they're folded up, into their compact and pocket, it says, you are incredible, value, worth, dignity. And that's what what um, is given. So they love that. But the feedback has been that the power of those words has been amazing, absolutely amazing. And, and we continually hear from young people saying, we love Madlug because of the words because of what the ethos, even young people that haven't received the bag know that the heart and the DNA of our business is that we believe that every child and young person is incredible and that they deserve to be treated with value, worth and dignity. And that's the DNA. And we, our biggest fans and our biggest supporters are care experienced young people and those who have in the system and those who have left the system. That must be immensely gratifying for you. It's 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 so it's so big that I'll tell you a story. So and this has probably been told loads by me, and you probably find it spoken about. But it was it was a really impactful, impactful moment. So I, there was a youth worker came along, and he says to me, and he says I, I was buying a bag for his wife, and he said, 
you know, um, we have a young person in our group who's in the foster care system. And I knew because we had 300 young people, there was no risk of stigma by giving this young person a backpack. Didn't need a, a fold away bag, just a backpack. So I said to the youth worker, you tell that young person to come down. He can choose his own color of backpack. He doesn't even have to introduce himself to me because I know that's awkward. You know, as a youth worker, when you're playing PlayStation, when you're in the center that they come in and you're running, you're the coolest dude around. But when you meet them in the park or when you're outside of your environment, that in a different, you know, they're like heads dropped, go, I'm with my mates. Who is this weird adult, you know? And so so for me, it was a matter of, you just tell this young person, he just has to tell color, let you know what the color is, and I will give it to you. I don't even need to know him. Because one of the things I'm really passionate about in social business is actually, we're, it's not about patting ourselves on the back. You know, it's a fakel to do what we're there to do. And sometimes we start it there and sometimes then we get into, uh, we uh, nearly like we, we social wash, but we get so focused in the business and the stuff that we're doing and we grow it at a rapid rate that we can't actually deliver the social change that we want to do or we ever set up because this occupies so much of us. So I didn't want us to be, oh, this young person that I talked to today, it was no no desire for that. So I, I basically... Um, told him to do that the last day this youth worker arrives down with this young person introduces me and i says how you doing his name was jay he says jay what color bag would you like he says um i'm colorblind i says well well what what um what football team do you support and the guy chose, you know, and then we give him a red bag. So that'll leave it open to your hearers, you know, whether it's <laughs> it's it's one or the other. And um, so he took a red bag. I says, Jay, what's your story? Jay says, my story is this. I'm 17 and a half. I've been 10 years in care in a two-week period within that 10 years. I moved 15 times with my belongings in bin bags. What you do is amazing. What you do is amazing. I looked around. I looked out of this marquee where we were selling. I could see young people just walking around the place. And tears started coming down my eyes. And I just, I turned around. And I had to apologize actually for the tears. And I said to, to Jay, what's really amazing is there's over 300 young people here at this event. And every one of them has are chosen to carry a mad log bag over the other brands that they could purchase. Why? Because every one of them believes that you are incredible, that you have huge value, worth, and deserve to be treated with dignity. And um, Jay just looks at me, thanks me, walks off. We were taking the, st the, the stand down that evening. Jay arrives with a little girl, probably half his size, frizzy hair. I have never in the 22 years been a youth worker seen a smile on, this, on a young person's face. I still don't even know her name. And it was obvious that Jay had shared the impact of that experience earlier. And what Jay said was, I just had to come back to say thank you. And this 17 and a half year old guy, he's had challenges and maybe it's drug use and all of the stuff that goes. He turned around and he flung his arms around me and gave me this biggest man hug and said thank you. And yet that amount of love, that amount of authenticity that you now have in your brand just came from 
three little words, you are incredible. Yeah, that's that's the power of something small. This is this is often the barrier we we find with people who want to bring about change. What what can I do? I can't do anything. I'm up against it all. And yet, just as part of your process, three little words on attack that someone might might throw away as glib. It it it's a market. It does it it mattered to someone. Yeah, yeah, it matters. But the difference is, and and is that it's not just marketing, branding, excellence. It's 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 actually coming out of an actual authenticity. It's coming out of a real heart that gets me out of bed, that gets our team out of bed every morning. The only reason we exist is because we believe that every child is incredible and and no child should carry life in a bitten bag. Excellent. It's that authenticity that's so obviously ingrained into Madlug that's made it into the success it is today. Building on that authenticity and purpose, Madlug is certified as a B Corp. That's something we've done here at Social Change that we felt was important. Dave, tell us why embarking on that journey to becoming a B Corp was really important to you. Well, for for me, the you know, if I take what Madlug was set up, so we're a locked asset business from day one. So I don't actually own it. I can't sell it. The assets of the business are locked for the beneficiaries. The beneficiaries are young people in care. So if we cease trading today, all the asset, all the money would be given to either a charity or another social enterprise working with children and young people in the care system. Um, so you know, we, we had a lot of that stuff already in place. The nature is we're a community interest company. But what we are really passionate about is we wanted to lead the way that it's not just enough to have B Corp certification for sake of B Corp certification. It's like, let's do social business really well. You know, seven years ago when when started this, sustainability was something that was considered, but it wasn't something that drove business. That's how quick things have changed. Seven years, you know, we weren't talking about recycled material and products. We weren't talking about, we were talking about how to use solar panels maybe in businesses, those bigger who could afford it. You know, we were talking about maybe starting to plant trees and, and offset our carbon footprint. Um, and But it was, never a, it was never a necessity. It was something that you just had there that doing the best thing, best practice. Where now it's huge. And, and for us, we are really in our scoring for, you know, I think we got 98 in our B Corp certification, which is, is, is good and strong. Excellent. Congratulations but, on that. But it's, you know, it's probably stronger in the, in the people side. You know, we're real living wage employers. We, you know, we, all that stuff is our strongest, why we exist, our mission. Um, so B Corp for us is basically being that we're putting everything through the lens of the Naughty environmental piece. One of the small choices was every giving bag that we have. So we ordered 12,000 of these things. Um, they, come, they came in individually wrapped plastic bags. And, you know, I think, oh, could I not use no bags? But then, you know, the more I'm in this industry, the more that you protect your your product, you know, in these little bags, the, they rub together. So then they, they come in there. So the plastic needed to be there. And um, so our last order of 12,000 bags, it's just landed. Um, we, we used um, a cornstarch bag um, rather than the plastic. Now, there was a cost. It was about 1,500 pounds more to do that, you know, but we, 
but the B Corp for us was like, that's the lens. We say if we signed up to this because we believe in being a better business for people and planet, then we're going to put through through that. And that's all coming from that place of authenticity again, isn't it? 100%. So to finish up, I'd probably touch on that then. So is that your advice, be authentic? Or what else would you say you know, to someone who's looking to start a social enterprise or established firms that are, are looking to give back? How would you get buy-in from potential customers or your existing clients when you really want to do good? Yeah, so the doing good isn't the secondary thing, it's the core thing. And your business is your vehicle to enable you to do the core thing. So I would say to any listener there is find your black bin bag story. Okay, so if you've if you've been moved with say uh, environmental, you know you you want to to change the 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 landscape and that you're not good, happy with the, the current way that you know we're having bad winters, great summers, you know where it's all over the place due to global warming. If that's your passion, I would say find out what is your black bin bag story within that. The story within that. It's too many people just going wide. Because that's it's only when you find that black bin bag story, the story within the story drives the passion and the authenticity to make the difference. And then so whether you solve that by running a, a marketing company or you do that by running an agency or you run it by a bag company, it doesn't have to necessarily be the same product that's giving the same thing away. Whatever your f- business is, the DNA and the drive of it is that black bin bag story. I'm going to make a difference in that one. And what it does is then in the B Corp world or in the other certification worlds, it means that we become friends and a movement together rather than competitors. Because there's loads of people who want to change the environment and the planet. And all we're doing is who's got the most innovation in that. But if we find our black bin bag stories, authenticity grows makes a difference, you know, in, in, in the world. And that's what we've done. Mine's literally a black bin bag. But what's your black bin bag story to the listener? And with that black bin bag story, it's the story within the story, the thing that breaks your heart or the thing that gives you most joy. Passion, enthusiasm, authenticity. We have had it by the bag low today. Dave, thank you so very much. Before I let you go, there's another kind of bag I need to talk about. It's the tea bag. How do you take your tea? Well, I only take my tea one way, and that is is strong and black. No messing. No messing. Dave, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you on Tea with the Change Makes today. Thank you again for joining us. It's been brilliant to be with you, and thanks for the opportunity to share the story. No messing there with Dave. Just bags and bags of heart and enthusiasm and absolute inspiration. If our chat today has inspired you to not only support Madlug, but more importantly, a child in care, then please do visit madlug.com, where you can browse a selection of rucksacks and accessories, and as you've heard, for every single bag bought, another is gifted to a child in care, and it really does make a difference. Thanks for joining us today. Hope to have you along for more Tea with the Changemakers again very soon.